hot. We're good. <laughs> okay. Um, I got to clear the air real quick. I, okay. f- so first of all, have fucked up, ma- not majorly, but in my opinion, I can't believe I fucking missed it. So the movie that we're actually talking about, Never On Tuesday, I keep calling, I have been calling it Never On A Tuesday for fucking a long time since we started, like, conceiving this idea. It's Never On Tuesday. And the whole really? fucking time. Yeah. Oh, I definitely thought it was Never On a Tuesday. Yeah. It's Never, never On, on Tuesday. Tuesday. Uh-huh. I don't see why they couldn't have added the uh. <laughs> it just seems very, like, awkward when you just say never on Tuesday. But, yeah. I mean, when you know the premise of the story, you understand why. But... Exactly. Yeah, so I just feel like an idiot for not being able to read properly, but you know. Ah, no. I feel like that's a that's a valid assumption because it just doesn't seem like proper English when you just say <laughs> never on Tuesday. Yeah, um, it is kind of fucked. What what's going on in your life? What's up? Oh my fucking god! I have an interview tomorrow, and I'm like <gasps> shitting myself about it. Oh my god! I am like dying though because I have I'm just it's an interview, you know. Yeah, it's a fucking interview. I'm always super nervous for these things. Um, what time is your interview tomorrow? Noon. So nice. I have an eye appointment at eight thirty in the morning because I need some new fucking glasses and. Then I am going to psych myself out for the interview, <laughs> and Hell then yeah. I'm going to have to somehow work after that. So, oh my god, yeah. After oh, so like my interview was at so it was a mountain time, and so they were two hours ahead of me. Yeah, I don't know. It was it was four o'clock there and six o'clock here. What does that mean behind? They were behind me. Yeah. Okay. So, um. Yeah, and so I, like, got done at, like, you know, 6.40, and then I just, like, paced around my apartment, like, reflecting on how I did, and I text my friend, I was like, hey, what are you doing? Can we, like, uh, have a beer or something? Like, I can't get back to work, because now I'm overthinking mm-hmm. everything I just said. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know how you're gonna manage to do anything after that, but. Yep, just really looking forward to getting it over with. Yes. Because yes. it's definitely, I can't imagine that it's anything like less than one interview or equivalent to one interview. It's got to be at least a multi-interview process. Yep. So definitely. I haven't had one of those in a minute. Yeah. Multiple interviews fucking suck because like the first one's already bad enough, but then you got to, then you got to do it again. <laughs> and then it, it, if you don't get the job on the, after the second interview, you yeah. feel like you wasted a lot of time. Exactly. Because, like, yeah. the prep time, the interview time, like, all of that mm-hmm. shit is just, like, for nothing. Ugh. I hate job searching and the whole, like, interview process. It just takes so long. Yeah. Ugh. But hopefully, hopefully this will be worth it i believe in you i think you're gonna kill it yeah i have like a whole other level of anxiety though about telling my boss that i'm quitting when i do get a new job like that's a whole other thing because she's so you know i haven't told her that i'm looking because they're very happy to have me there um yeah whatever but my one of my supervisors he knows that i'm looking because we talked about it because he's always applying to other jobs too (laughs) but uh yeah so he knows, and they won't be, like, short-staffed when I leave, because if, well, when I do leave, 
um, before they hire somebody, it'll give him more work to do. He's like, oh, that'd be great, because then I'd have something to do this summer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so so you're not putting anyone in a bad position, so it's nothing to be Yeah, I just feel like a dick, you know, coming in, leaving. Yeah, but they can't. I mean, honestly, they can't be mad at you for pursuing a better opportunity, so. No, exactly. Truly shitty people, but then who gives a fuck what they think, so. Right. So, Um, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and then I have that fucking open house, and yeah, they told me to prepare that they're gonna have, like, you know, this open house to introduce themselves, and then I'll talk to two city employees, and then it's just gonna be, like, they're gonna ask me, like, three three questions, no big deal, and then they're like, if if uh if I had to give you any advice, I would say just be yourself. And I was like, I fucking Ooh. hate that advice. That's stupid advice. You don't know me. You don't want me to be me. <laughs> right. Oh, so I have no idea what to expect for this shit. But when just is another. It? It's on Thursday at six p.m. So again, yeah. Yeah, I know. What's uh, what's up with this? This is like after hours time. Like this isn't That's time really... for interviews. Especially because it's coming from Michigan. So. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> are we six. doing this? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe they're just uh, trying to accommodate for everyone's like job schedule so that they don't have to like get time off work to do this or that something. I don't know. It's probably true. Yeah. But I don't know. The less people that come, the better for me so uh yeah we'll see but uh, did you have anything else ah uh, yeah guess what happened today fuck what happened so um i posted a picture of pumpkin on instagram oh yeah i saw that immediately and immediately <laughs> liked it i fucking love that oh, picture love it well apparently so did chunks doing things um mm-hmm. which is this group of that has like 16,000 followers and they featured pumpkin as the honorary chunk of the day. (laughs) And she has 641 likes on her picture. So she is achieving fame. Did we like drop your Instagram tag on the podcast yet? I remember I said it once, but I don't think I actually edited it. I don't think I left it in though. Did I? I know that you said it. I don't remember if you left it in or not, but... Well, Princess Pumpkin Marie, if you want to follow. (laughs) Hell yeah. She's on her way to all this fame and glory, so... Yep. Kind of a big deal. Yeah, she's so much more photogenic than Amy, though. Uh, I tried to tell (laughs) Anna that, because Anna was like, well, you should make one for Amy. And I was like... No, she's not photogenic, and she didn't believe me. But the problem is, is anytime she's doing something cute and I pull out the camera, like, I could be using my phone around here, doing anything else around her, but as soon as I turn the Mm -hmm. camera app on, she stops doing whatever she's doing. She knows. She knows. (laughs) And and then she won't do the cute thing, and then she just comes and tries to rub on the phone, and... Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, God damn, Amy, like, I love you, but, like, now's not the time to be affectionate. And nobody wants to just see pictures of her sleeping because that's the only time I can get a picture yeah. of her. Uh, yeah, it's been, um, I've had to like, I need like a rug or something because I keep taking pictures of pumpkin on my like dirty ass, <laughs> plain ass carpet. And I'm like, wow, this is very <laughs> like not artistic. 
Um, but whatever. It, it gets the job done. She does the work. And, uh, you know, we're making do. So. And rugs are expensive. Yeah. So. Yeah, I know. It's stupid. It's, it's, it. She did. Um, this weekend on Saturday, she woke me up like three times because she kept puking. And then during the day, she puked like three more times. And like she was sleeping and she was like kind of like shivering and like she wouldn't eat or anything. So like I called the vet because there's like, you know, there's a 24-hour vet over here. And I was like, oh, should I bring her in? Like what's going on? And they're like, oh, just monitor her. Like you probably don't want to bring her in yet because it's going to be like fucking expensive. Yeah. And so like, yeah, I had to clean up a lot of cat puke off these shitty ass rugs but then like i went to meyer and i got her like a little packet of gravy to see if like maybe she'd be interested in that and then as soon as i gave her that like she she had some of that and like an hour later she came back and she was all happy and ready to eat again and so she must have just got like i don't know like food poisoning maybe of from uh, something or a stomach bug she probably do you have any plants in your apartment right now yeah i have yeah, I have some. And then she also has cat grass. Yeah. And so um, she might have just uh I don't know how to- how toxic any of your plants are to to cats. Yeah, I think I know that one of them like is. That. Yeah, that's true. That'd be my so, first guess. Yeah. It was it was not fun, but no, poor Pokemon. Oh, I know, I know. She lost like a pound, but she gained it back real quick. <laughs> yeah, she didn't look like and she then, lost anything in that picture. I, you <laughs> yep, yep. Still, still chunky enough to get chunk of the day. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I just felt, I just felt so proud of her. <laughs> just achieving big things that's um, a huge accomplishment to be featured on a big i account. know <laughs> i know so yeah loved it but yeah um do i have anything else yeah i'm sure i will have some stories after this week because i also have to go to the dentist and get my oh shillings because i got <laughs> oh, postponed <the> <laughs> Yeah. Because I couldn't, I couldn't physically make it to the dentist because I didn't have a vehicle to get me there. So that's happening oh, this week. I am so terrified. Oh, what's going to be worse, the interview or the dentist? God, I don't know, but you're really <laughs> freaking me out now. It's going to be a shit oh, week. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, what day is the dentist on? Thursday. Oh, my God. I know. It's just going to be an awful week altogether. Yes, but at least after that's done, then it'll be the weekend and you can just like chill and recover. <laughs> recover from the horribleness of the week. No, because I have to edit this podcast and <sighs> and get ready for the next one. So oh, that's so what we'll be doing this weekend. Well, let's just make it flawless so that, oh. so that you don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Well, I got 25 minutes here that I gotta edit then. <laughs> I know! We already fucked up! Off to a bad start! Yep. But, oh, well. Alright. Um, Sh- should we get into it then? First, let's, uh, let's introduce ourselves. 
All right, so I'm Jessie. And I'm Erin, and we're the Cage Queens. So even in my notes, I put never on a Tuesday. So I did as well. (laughs) Yep, I did the same thing. So this film is about two guys from Ohio that are on their way to California because they are very interested in... Uh, California girls, because, you know, they see them as these beautiful women that are just looking for dick, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, they can be the providers of, you know, said dick. (laughs) And so it's kind of one dweeby guy and then one real fuckboy. And so they're driving kind of in the desert, like, you know, almost to California, kind of, you know, driving through some of the sunbelt states. And they um, start, like, fucking around in the car, and then they are kind of, like, (laughs) driving all, like, messed up. And then they end up crashing into another car on the road. And lo and behold, it's this, like, their dream girl, like, this beautiful, young, like, woman that they're like oh my god like this is what we've been looking for and so they're like wow what a perfect situation to be stuck in a desert with her with no one else around like we're definitely going to take advantage of this um but then they find out that she's a lesbian and (laughs) um so they're uh yep their 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 minds get rocked with that but that doesn't stop them from having constant fantasies about her And so then the, I guess, main essence of the movie is that they're just kind of waiting for someone to stop on the side of the road to help them out. And then in between that time, they're kind of just building up their friendship and getting to know each other and and so on and so forth. And so um, there is a couple of characters that kind of stop along the road and I think as we mentioned last week they're kind of all of these big name characters um one of them being Nick Cage and he is the first guy to stop um immediately after their accident so why don't we talk about that yeah okay I mean like his one scene yes so um first thing we see is the red sports car rolling in and you don't know who it is yet. My first thought was, I'm like, I bet this is Nick Cage. And then when I saw yeah. that it was, my second thought was, is this the sports car that he bought with the money from Vampire's <laughs> Kiss? But I could, I, I looked it up and I could not find out um, if it was. So huh, TBD, we'll never know really. But yeah. <laughs> so he gets, uh, he stops the car, uh, gets out, and Nick has this big prosthetic nose that it's not even blended well on his like face and he has this long hair that's got like a weird part um that it's almost like comes down to his chin and it's like straight it's almost like a grown out bowl cut like a bowl cut that you just keep let going and then he kind of like parted it in the middle and just like, very, like, down to his chin. Like, it was Like a very... Lord Farquaad from yeah. Shrek or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that kind of exactly. hairstyle. Exactly. But as soon as he started talking, you well, heard that he had a voice. <laughs> yeah, he had that... Was it... It was a high-pitched 
voice. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of um, the voice that he did in Peggy Sue Got Married. Had mm-hmm. a little bit of that spin on it, but it, like yeah, a little bit whiny, a little bit yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, he asked if they needed anything, if they were all right, and if they needed a lift. Is anybody hurt? No, everybody's fine. Is somebody left? But he was just so creepy that they were, they said they were fine and they they were all good. Um, and he started like laughing all crazy. Uh, got back in his car and like peeled out. <laughs> And that was it. That was his appearance. Yes, it was. Um, I think it was like right after the accident. And so like they didn't mm-hmm. know if they're, they're they were assuming that their cars were working and that everything would be fine. And so they're kind of like, OK, for one, this guy's a wacko. And then mm-hmm. for two, like we should be fine. And so he was kind of the. um the first on the scene, and then um, after that, they um, they didn't see much. the The next guy that showed up was the uh, the bird from Aladdin. What's his name? Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, I when he showed up in the movie, I I don't remember seeing him in the credits. I apparently just breezed right past him. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ, his voice. I've never been like a huge Gilbert fan because of the voice. But, like, the yes. voice wasn't even fully cultivated at this point. Like, it was... Yes. It was still early in his career, so he wasn't mm-hmm. full Gilbert voice, but he played um, a traveling salesman, essentially, who pulled over and ended up selling them uh, one of those little weird brush gadget things that he was selling, and then he left. You could possibly die in the middle of the desert! Kind of really annoying scene, actually. Yes, yes, because he was just, like, talking their ear off. They're like, hey, we need help. But, like, he was just adamant about selling his Mm -hmm. stupid brush. And then he just ended up selling one to the little dweeby guy. And, um, yeah, found his way out of there and then just, like, left. Oh, yeah, he said he couldn't take them because he didn't have a license. (laughs) (laughs) As as he's peeling out, yeah. Ah, okay. But either Um, way, he wasn't going to help them. Yeah. Yeah, and so, like, they have a lot of time to get to know each other, and so the um, the fuckboy is kind of like, oh, yeah, this girl, she doesn't, she doesn't know that she's a lesbian. She just needs the right guy to convert her, and so, like, you know, he's just being very stupid mm-hmm. and... Like, just very turn-offish, if there was anything to turn on in the beginning. And she's like, this is... What are you doing? Stop. Like, you're being stupid. Yeah. Um, But eventually, I mean, he does come to the realization that, okay, she's not into me. Um, I know that they were trying to, like, be as dramatic as possible to make the message that, you know... This isn't right, but it was just, like, so, like, cringeworthy to watch him say the stuff that he said and to just, like, think that he had any kind of influence in her uh, sexual orientation. Like, Uh it was just so bad. (laughs) So that, I mean, like, the movie, this, this movie came out in the 80s. 
and mm-hmm. you're hearing all that stuff. And I will tell you that in, oh, it was as of 2019, the dialogue has not changed among me- some <laughs> men. True. I will tell you that for That's a fact. True. Yeah. I know. Uh, I'm going to say I've definitely encountered that to, like, you know, in the recent years, like, people still think that it's a choice and that, you know, if you just date the right guy, then you're going to be straight or whatever. You just have to meet the I right know. guy. Yeah. Definitely I said know. some I... really shitty things to people because they're idiots. So, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm used to my college bubble. <laughs> That I'm in because I every pretty much all the guys that I talk to, at least in in my department, are very like acknowledging and understanding of that kind of stuff. But, you know, as soon as you kind of get out of that and into like the real world or maybe Mm -hmm. even other areas in the school. But, yeah, it's just disgusting. It really is. Um, But some people just don't like to hear no as an answer. And also, I have a theory that everybody in this movie was gay anyways. (laughs) I agree. I I 100% agree. Like, Tuesday, she says she's a lesbian. That's great. Um, The nerdy kid, Matt, uh, he definitely, he's at least, like, he's on a spectrum, a queer spectrum somewhere, for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, Because he's also only really into her after finding out that she is a lesbian, which is kind of a thing. Like, gay people tend to be attracted to other gay people, especially when they don't know they're gay. So hmm. it's it's a pretty common thing. And then um, Eddie and his hyper-masculinity being, yeah. a, you know, a symptom of him, you know, being ashamed of being gay or being afraid to be gay. Yes. So I have theories. I know. I was 100% convinced that Eddie was going to come out as gay at the end of the movie, but then it never happened. I was like, what? (laughs) Or like one of his, you know, fantasies about her was going to turn into a fantasy about uh, Matt. And then it never happened. I was like, okay, maybe in the sequel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You were lesbo? That's lesbian, not lesbo. Um, My biggest complaints were... All the really sexual parts, obviously, they were so oh, unnecessary. Yeah. Like she, there was no reason for her to like the very first thing when when she puts mm. their hands between her legs, like yeah, absolutely unnecessary. You didn't need to really go that over the top if you're the point you're trying to make did not need to be made in that way. Yes, um, all of the scenes where they're picturing her naked or you know Mm -hmm. imagining themselves having sex with her that's only in there so that way we can see her titties because she's a lesbian so that's the only way that they can get her to be naked and in the Mm -hmm. uh hetero way basically because in all the scenes she's with a man so like yes it's really irritating and then at the very end obviously when she makes out with them in front of the tow truck drivers to make the tow truck drivers think that they had a threesome so yeah yeah i know it was just still appealing to the patriarchy and (laughs) (laughs) that was very frustrating (laughs) get on your high horse (laughs) jesse oh my god but yeah this is 
this is not the podcast to talk about dismantling the patriarchy. <laughs> so we'll save that for, for another time. But um, yeah. And so I guess the next um, person that we see um, make a stop on the side of the road is Charlie Sheen. Right? Yeah. When he rolled up. I knew it was going to be him. As soon as I heard the first, like, word that he said, I was like, that's definitely Charlie Sheen. And then, mm-hmm. you know, he plays a dick, <laughs> which yeah. wasn't very uh, surprising. And he robs them of all their cash uh, and anything remotely valuable or interesting that they have. Like, they go mm-hmm. through all of the belongings I think Charlie Sheen's character was definitely gay too because he kept <laughs> he kept calling Eddie, you know, the f word. Uh, yeah, that was more of a derogatory yeah. uh, uh, situation. But when he, uh, the uh, the line that he said, the very first thing he says when he sees uh, Tuesday when he gets out of the car is, "Lady, I drink your bath water." <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck. I actually oh, yeah. thought that was funny. Like, as disgusting as it is, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I was like, damn. Yeah, it reminded me, like, I'm just now you know, thinking about it. When I was still living um, in Michigan, uh, in the in the town that I was living in, it was shortly before I moved. I was at a gas station pumping gas, and this guy came up on his bicycle, you know, pedaling bicycle, comes up to me and asks me for money. And I'm like, sorry, dude, like, I don't have any cash. And then he starts looking at my feet. And then he asks me if he, or he asks me how much to touch my feet. I was like, dude, you just begged me for money. And now you're asking, what like, how fuck? much to touch my feet? And I was like, oh, no. I'm like, not dude, for absolutely sale. not. That is so fucking weird. Uh-huh. Ew. Yeah. How did he respond afterwards? Did he just leave? <laughs> I, I was um, I was just like, oh, no, thanks. I'm not interested. And then he, he kept like, he tried a couple more times. I'm like, no, really, I'm not interested. And then I, I finished pumping my gas and left. Yeah. It was. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I know. I have some weird interactions with guys, apparently. Oh, that's gross. But that would happen at a gas station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like there's always like I feel like I get hit on the most at gas stations just by like random people at random oh, yeah. times of the day. And it's just like, uh, OK, <laughs> I, I'm literally haven't showered in three days. Like I'm wearing like baggy pants and my hair is back and you're calling me you're calling me cute right now. Like. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Where were we? Yeah. So, anyways, back to the movie. Um. So, yeah, Charlie Sheen steals all their shit. Yeah. Takes all their shit, and then they're kind of like hopeless. And then finally, they're like, I think, do. It gets closer to being another night because they already stayed one night and then Mm -hmm. it's kind of breaking like, um, you know, dusk or whatever. It's the evening and the sun's going to be setting soon. And they decide that they're going to start walking at this point. But the bicycle cop shows up just in time on his motorcycle and calls in the tow trucks. 
Yeah, yeah. And so the 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 motorcycle cop is played by uh, Judd Nelson. He was just like acting very like he was just being very weird to it. And, you know, every person that stops was like, whoa, you spent you got you two guys spent a night alone with her. You know, Mm -hmm. that's kind of always how the conversation starts. And then, you know, he was just kind of doing some weird things, just like, you know, like when he was starting up his motorcycle, he would like turn to the dweeb and say, hey, get away from here. And then like. (laughs) And then he would like get ready to go, and he's like, "Hey, you're not touching anything, are you?" <laughs> like he was just being kind of weird. And he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go get help." And so yeah, obviously he was the one to go get help. And then the two tow truck guys are um, Emilio Estevez and uh, Carrie Elwes. Elwes. Yes. Yes. And so they're two kind of just like hillbilly Budweiser drinking. Um, guys that again were like you you three been out here all night yeah uh-huh. yeah just the three of you and that's where she decides to make the scene like oh yeah starts making out with them and mm-hmm. whatever and so um yeah then then it, like the movie ends and it's just like them going their two opposite directions because you know the two boys were headed to california and then she was headed to new york and so then that's just kind of how it ends but I was thinking if you were in their situation and you were stuck by your car in the desert with no phone, no nothing, knowing that the closest, I guess, town was an hour and a half away, you know, going 70 miles per hour in a car, Mm -hmm. would you ever walk at any point or would you stay by your car? I'd probably walk. I honestly would. At what point? Like when you first broke down? At the yeah, end? well, at the like... point where my phone was of no use to me would have mm-hmm. been when I started walking because staying in one place would have just sent me off the wall. I would have had to be like, I have to be like, if I'm not waiting for help and I know it's coming, I have to be walking to it. <laughs> like I'm not going to sit yeah. and wait. Yeah. I would have started walking immediately. Yeah. I was thinking I probably would have too, but I kind of thought that you wouldn't. I was kind of thinking that you would stay by your stuff just because, I don't know. I don't know. I, I know that you don't trust people with your things, and you're very hesitant about leaving anything in your car. Well, if I had left a bunch of shit in my car, that would be a different story. I mean, like, it depends on how, how important my stuff is, because, like, if I'm if my phone doesn't work... <laughs> At that point, yeah. and I'm only, like, in with my car, I can't have very much shit on me. Like, yeah. realistically, at that point, I'm probably, you know, not doing so hot. So, who gives a fuck? <laughs> but... Uh, what would you do if Amy was with you? Would you walk at any point with her in the carrier? I'd probably kill myself and kill her as well. <laughs> it's just at that point, it's not worth it. I can't walk with her because it'd be too hot. And I can't wait yeah. in the car because it'd be too hot. So I might as well just die. Yeah. Yeah, might as well hitch a ride with uh, Nick Cage. But that was my other question for you is if you had to take a ride with any one of these um, guys that stopped, what one mm-hmm. would it be? It probably would have been Nick Cage. Yeah, and there wasn't I was a lot of so options, too. and of the ones that did stop, I could tolerate that. I mean, I've rid- I've had to ride with some pretty <laughs> interesting characters. 
before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about the toe trick experience that I had that one time. Oh my god. One of my many toe trick experiences back when, pre-COVID, when we could still ride with our tow truck drivers, although mm-hmm. I'm sure you still can in most places. But uh, it turned my two-hour drive into like a six-hour ordeal. It was... yeah horrible there were detours involved this dude looked like a serial killer literally looked like a serial killer i nearly shit myself i was stoned out of my brain because i (laughs) had timed an edible to kick in when i got home but instead i had broken down on the side of the road (laughs) and so i was it was such a bad fucking night it was such a bad night and i was already sleep deprived because i had been up all week for like exams or something like that like Mm-hmm. It was the end of a... Sem- it was just a real bad, bad yes. time. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> immediately what I thought of when I saw that they had to... They got to ride with their drivers. <laughs> I was like, hey, Aaron has experience doing this. <laughs> Unfortunately, multiple occasions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> multiple occasions. Yeah. Yeah. So. I can't wait to move to a city with public transportation. Holy fuck fucking shit i've never wanted it more in my life i will live in in a city with public transportation until i can afford a good car i think that's my new goal that's a good goal yeah because driving the cars that you drive is no longer an option because (laughs) they will literally let you down no matter what you do so i I just i'm so scared to drive my car like anywhere yeah but you know, gotta live life on the edge sometimes. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, this movie. Um, I guess how would it rank on on your list of the Damn. Nick Cage movies that we watched? I I forgot to put Vampire's Kiss on that list too. Oh my so. god, you're you're slacking. I know. I knew I was gonna forget about this, but you know, if I'm only <laughs> forgetting every two movies, that's not so yeah. bad. I guess yeah, exactly. Um, and I can think about it, you know, after a while. Like, Vampire's Kiss, I would put between Raising Arizona and Moonstruck. So What one's at your top Okay, right mo- now? okay so Fast Times, Moonstruck, and then I'm going to put Vampire's Kiss, then Raising Arizona. Okay. I feel like Fast Times doesn't get to count. <laughs> but That's, I guess if we're counting... <laughs> you know that if, it's like a special... I so know. technically Moonstruck would be number one. That's I. It's yeah. up there until it can get knocked down. You know, like, yes. it's not really the number one Nick Cage movie. It's my number one of all of these. Yeah. Just personally, I really enjoyed yes. that one. It, yes. it couldn't possibly actually rank on a Nick Cage ranking. Yeah, because then, I mean, if we're really talking about, like, Nick Cage as a main actor, then we wouldn't be ranking this one either. But mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this one. Um... I'll put it above... Okay. It's going between The Cotton Club, which is at number nine or eight, if you want to get technical. I'll put it under The Cotton Club, which puts it above Rumblefish. So (laughs) it's got to be better than Rumblefish at the very least. Yes. Yes. That's fair. Never on Tuesday. Did we actually ever say that the woman that they meet, her name is Tuesday? Oh yeah. (laughs) No, I don't think that was ever once said. Um, Oh man, well, slacking. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. 
I mean, who really gives a fuck anyways? It's not like anybody's listening to this. So. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh. Um, when they're sitting around the campfire, like, telling stories and whatever, I believe that's when they talk about reincarnation. Um, mm. And they talk about what they would come back as oh yeah tuesday says that she'd come back as an insect and i was like i knew i loved her for a reason like she's gay and she wants to be an insect of course Uh, and i was like is this (laughs) erin i'm not that good looking so no it's not oh it's Uh, your california version of yourself (laughs) oh my god yeah Hmm. um so if you were reincarnated that's where i was going if i was reincarnated what would i be and I assumed that I would really just be my spirit animal, which is a possum, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, classic trashy a real, little... <laughs> a real ugly one taking it for the team, doing good for the environment. Yes, yes. You are the controller of ticks. You are an undervalued um, animal, misunderstood in our society, a um, mar- marsupial Aren't they? Are they? Yeah, because they have like little pouches where they keep their babies. And I remember seeing that like if apparently if you see a dead possum on the road, you're supposed to lift up its little flaps to see if there's any babies in there. But I don't know who the fuck would do that. (laughs) Yeah, they're marsupials. Oh, my God. Yeah. Little babies with their big eyes and their big ears and their big toes and their little tails. I just, I just think they're they're sweethearts and I love them. Um, if you were asked in an interview though, like what your spirit animal is, is that your answer? Yes. <laughs> or do, oh, really? I always. What kind of interview? Let's start there. Would ask me what my. Oh yeah, you've had that question before. I, I have that. had that question before. I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't maybe think the jobs like, that I apply for will ask me what my spirit animal is, though. They might ask you what type of insect you would be. I've had that question, like, in, you know, icebreakers for various events. Yeah. That's a very frequent one. I always choose um, usually, like, one of my favorite insects because I like the weird-looking ones. So, like, my favorite fly would be the stock-eyed fly, uh, which is... A very fun one. They have really fucking weird heads. They're really cute. <laughs> uh, really big fan. Uh, most flies, I would probably... Those are usually my go-to answers is some sort of fly. Just because I like the way they look. I I never usually have like a good answer just because I like the weird-ass looking bugs. Yeah. What was the bug that I got you? That was a violin got... beetle. That's right. Yeah, that one's pretty dope. I didn't it know is. Things I like love that. that existed mm-hmm. not around here but yeah <laughs> oh, but what was your um, spirit animal or no what would you come back as your reincarnate yeah um i don't know because my spirit animal is a whale shark just because that's what i identify with because mm-hmm. i'm very Non-aggressive, but at the same time, I still consider myself a shark. <laughs> um, <laughs> but being reincarnated, 
I don't know. I remember if I've had this question before, like in like kind of like situations that you've said can like, you know, an icebreaker type of deals. Like people mm-hmm. have asked us like what kind of like plants we would come reincarnated as. And like I would also go for the weird ones like like the bladder nut <laughs> tree. <laughs> like I just I don't you know, I obviously don't I don't want to be an oak, but mm-hmm. you know. Something that's a very, uh, an indicator species for a good, good wetland environment is the bladder nut. And so I was like, you know what? Hell yeah. I like their, I like their little dried up ball sack looking seeds. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but I'm sure there's cooler things. Um, I definitely wouldn't, would not want to be reincarnated as a person. Like that is the last on my list. I don't know. Like, if you're reincarnated as something, do you have to be reincarnated as something that is, like, biotic? Or can you be reincarnated into, like, a rock? I think it has to have, <laughs> like, uh, some sort of life to it. Okay. And a rock technically doesn't. I mean, a plant <laughs> does. So I, I mean, <laughs> the rock. <laughs> I don't think you can come back as a living person, like a person who's already in existence. Yeah, that's true. I know. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are we watching next week? I don't know. I forgot to pull it up before I sat down, so I'm lacking. Let me look. Time to kill. (sighs) (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I just started looking at it, too. Okay, so the premise is, in 1936, when Ethiopia is being invaded by the Italian army, Lieutenant Silvestri sets off for the nearest camp hospital to take care of a toothache. En route, he meets a young Ethiopian girl, which leads to a tragic course of events that devastate and change his entire life. Huh. Oh my god, I don't want to do this. And it's... I'm pretty sure it's all um, Italian subtitle as well. <laughs> Shit. If I remember correctly when I was looking this up. I don't know if they have a dubbed version or not. I don't remember, but... Um... Um, yeah, so PG-13, 110 minutes, drama war. At least he is... Um... Top bill. Yep. He is. Enrico is his name. Wow, this is a genre that I don't typically watch. <laughs> oh, it's on YouTube with English subtitles. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, gosh. Or no, yeah, with the... English audio. Just kidding. I picked the one with English audio, so we're going to be okay. listening to dubs. Um, It looks like the uh, the the cover art is a naked black woman in a waterfall so already very um provocative (laughs) it's a war movie too i i really don't like war movies i know i'm feeling it feel like i'm not gonna like this this is gonna be i know i know 110 minutes (sighs) 
This just feels so hard right now. Oh my and god! It's like the plot. Hold on, hold up. The the plot keywords: interracial rape, rape and murder, befriending oh! one's enemy. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! And we thought this movie was controversial. <laughs> here, here comes some more. Uh, it never ends. Yeah. I. I'm not looking forward to this one <laughs> at all. We're, we're really hyping up the next podcast. Get excited. <laughs> Maybe don't listen to the next one. Just skip it. Skip. Oh, yeah. oh man. Damn. Well, if I already didn't have enough things to not look forward to. <laughs> yeah, you got a closing? Duh. Alright. <laughs> well, you All did right. so well on the last one. <laughs> I tried to make it better this time, but I'll leave you to judge. <laughs> I feel like there's so much pressure now. Like, I'm, just, I <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I know it does not need to be good at all. Alright. So, time to hop up in our red sports cars and peace out of this bitch. Bye.